0: It's six o'clock. It's time for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's the fourth year. It's 2019. Woo! It's the second day. Holy crap. It's exciting stuff here. Mutiny Radio. This is the first show of the night. It's karaoke, song, and set. We invite you all in. Everyone's going to be singing karaoke. It's going to be crazy. They're also doing jokes. Can they sing? We don't know. Let's find out. Maybe they just monologue to that shit. That's fine. That's entertaining. I mean, if karaoke is, I mean, it's entertaining. So are these comedians. You're going to have a great time, especially with your host tonight, the king of puns, the punniest man in the whole world. Also an amazing human being. Put your hands together, everyone, for Charlie Spink. Charlie, he is my
1: favorite. Woo! I feel like I can just relate to that guy. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Pam. Ladies, gentlemen, and music lovers that identify as something in between. I'd like to cordially, a word that I probably spelled wrong, welcome all of you to the second annual Mutiny Comedy Festival's installment of, Drumroll please, yeah. the karaoke song and set show. <laughs> Woo, yes. I'm Charlie Spink, and I'll be your host for the evening. Now, let's make like a left-handed foot fetishist and get off on the right foot. Now, I'm sure that many of you know that the word karaoke comes from the Japanese word karaoke, (laughs) which is, of course, Japanese for let's get hammered and embarrass the hell out of our coworkers. Comedy and karaoke are like brothers from different mothers or cousins from different muffins. They are two of the only genres of entertainment where when it's good, it's real good. And when it's bad, it's probably even better. Over the course of the next 90 minutes, you're going to hear stand-up from some of the brightest stars in the galaxy of comedy. Some of the renditions of their favorite ditties will be played as well. Will they shine bright or become a blistering black hole of horrible tone and pitch? We're about to find out. I'm going to be going first on the karaoke front, and I would like to dedicate this song to uh, all of the survivors of a very recent tragedy, the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Do we have any survivors from that in here tonight? Emotionally. Emotionally, that's what I like to hear. Uh, This is a song by the king of rock and roll, Elvis Aaron Presley.
2: Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree My friends say I'm white and I'm white as a bug I'm in love I'm, I'm all, shook all shook up, up. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah Well, my hands are shaky and my knees are weak I can't seem to stand on my own two feet Who do you think when you got such a luck I'm in love I'm, I'm all shook up, up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, please don't ask me what's at home on my mind. I'm a little mixed up, but I feel fine. When I meet a girl that I love best, my heart beats so it scares me to death. I should touch my hand and all that she like got. Her lips are like a bottle cap when it's hot. I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup by middle love. Uh, I'm all shook up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah My tongue gets tired when I try to speak My insides shaking like a leaf on a tree There's only one girl of the body of mine And that's to have that girl that I need so fine Now she touching my hand to you know that Her lips are like a bottle cap when it's hot I'm proud to say that she's my cup. I'm in love, uh, I'm all, all shook up Oh, yeah, 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 oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all shook up. Woo, thank you.
1: Yes. Oh, ah, kicking it off right tonight. So we're going to be singing some of our favorite karaoke classics and uh, sprinkling some comedy as well. So here's a little bit of news of a karaoke legend. Uh, One hit wonder from the 90s, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Do you guys remember him? Yes, so Sir Mix-a-Lot, ass worshiper extraordinaire, is back in the news because he has just recently released a charity single for children born with spina bifida. It's called Baby Got Back Problems. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know that was spineless of me. I shouldn't have. But you guys have my back, and I really appreciate that. So the first singing, dancing, romance, and hilarious comedian that's gonna be rocking this very stage tonight hails from Seattle, Washington. That's right, we all know Seattle as the birthplace of Grunge, and it inspired my adult porn star nickname that I go by, uh Squirt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shot to the head. It is! I'm sorry. That kills. Courtney Love wrote that joke. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Seattle, Washington, the first man on the microphone tonight, Sean Riccio. Give it up for him.
3: All right. Do we have the music?
0: You gotta like. Are you gonna do? You want to sing straight up at the top, or you wanna? What do you want? Do you wanna? Do I'm you wanna happy do jokes? going. You, you wanna? Do, you you point at me, and I'll make the music happen. So you can do whatever you want.
3: All right. Thank you, then. Let's let's get it. Let's get it going right up the top. Pam Benjamin, play that funky beat. All right. This is for all you '90s kids out there. All right. Do we have lyrics? It does not. Oh, okay. It's Bats, it's supposed to be Bats' case. So... Okay. Professional comedy show everybody.
0: Am I Am I coming through with the monitor?
3: might come y- through you the monitor are, but when I turned okay. it
0: around something happened to the monitor so it like turned on T- tell jokes for a second and then I'll get the Hey everybody, how are
3: you doing tonight? <laughs> Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the fourth annual. Still working out the bugs. What's up everybody? We're broadcasting live from a square room in the Mission District. They used to, this used to be a burrito shop, then a chop shop, then a burrito shop where they chopped up bikes and then turned them into burritos and now we turn Turned it into a radio station. I get that. This is how you know the fucking rent is insane. In well, okay. Now we're now we're doing it. All right. Okay. I guess we're. Can we start the song over again? (laughs) I hate to be a prima donna. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna give you pause. It. I'm gonna give you. Sorry. Yeah, this is, this is, okay, if you press space, press space bar, okay, go, okay. Press space bar, press space bar. Okay, all right, when I give you the signal, that's when you're gonna go, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, basket case, as made famous by Billy Joe Armstrong, and me, Sean Riccio, all right, let's go. Three, two, one.
4: Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps adding up I think I'm cracking up Am I just paranoid I just don't. I went to a shrink to analyze my dreams He says it's lack of sex That's bringing me down I went to a whore He said my life's a bore. So quit my whining Cause it's bringing her down Sometimes I give myself the creep Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps adding up I think I'm cracking up Am I just paranoid? Am I just stone? Grasping to control So I better hold on
3: Right boy always picks a song with a lot of instrumentals karaoke. Fortunately, I'm good looking, so you know, makes up for it. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen?
4: Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just stoned?
3: All right, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. I love... I love it. I love comedy. I love karaoke. I love getting my ass beaten public at a sex station. Basically any excuse to like make a lot of noise and draw people's attention close. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Uh So the joke I was about to start before we finally got the karaoke working was this. Like, me and my partner were uh, taking a lift from like the wharf down here to the mission where the show was happening, and we saw a group of kids just like openly disassembling bikes on an underpass. Just, like, hanging out in the misty, noonday, gray-clouded sky, just, like, with Allen wrenches and bandanas over their face and gumption, the kind of hard work ethic that built this country. And that's how you know that rent is getting fucking insane. When even the chop shops are getting priced out of their neighborhoods. (laughs) You know, like, these kids can't afford that workspace anymore. Their garage is getting turned into a Starbucks. There's going to be a coffee clatch, open, you know, open floor pan office space. All right. I guess that was a little too close to home for the locals. I'm from Seattle, which is like San Francisco north now, you know, home of just Bezos balls. Yeah, right, they, okay, yeah, no, okay, I got it, make fun of where I'm from, so that you feel better about yourselves, I got it, we, you are, you're fine with me punching down as long as it's myself into my own nuts, okay, I get it, which is fine, because that's totally where I live, because, you know, I've been dating a lot recently, yes, I've been dating human women against all odds, believe in yourself, sir, your dreams can come true, too, <laughs> And I love it, it's super fun. I love getting to buy two dinners, but only eating one of them. (laughs) Yeah, in this economy, in these troubled times, that makes you feel good, you feel like a provider when you do that. But I have a hard time dating, and I know what you're thinking looking at me or listening to my voice all the way out there in Radio City. Sean, how could you have a hard time dating? You're a 30-year-old ex-call center jockey with a philosophy degree no car, and an encyclopedic knowledge of the original Star Wars trilogy. You should be drowning in pussy. Mm. And that, no, that's not how it goes for me. Strange masculine voice in the back of my head that I can never seem to get to shut up. Uh, it's not that easy. Because it's, it, it's, But it's not for the reasons you think. It's not just because I am like the human equivalent of a failed state. Okay, good. You guys read the papers. I don't have to slow down. (laughs) I'll use longer words. I don't, you know, I'm not a garbage can on fire that walks like a man. You know, it's not because of that. It's, it's the main reason I have a hard time dating is because I'm into, like, really aggressive, dominant women. And that is just a group of people we don't make a lot of in Western society. Right? Up top, patriarchy. You know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Just keep pressing down on that fucking glass ceiling. So there's only that one lady on OkCupid with a picture of a cricket bat in her profile looking menacing. And I'm just sitting there clicking like, hey, are you still married to that asshole? Because I'm out here trying to date somebody. This is me clicking the email button. For those of you in the radio, you can't see. I'm making a frantic motion with my finger to represent me clicking the e- clicking the email button. Because I'm 73 goddamn years old. That's what I call it. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, you got to understand, when I say aggressive and dominant, I mean, like, really, I essentially want a gay leather daddy who ovulates. Like, that's my my ideal sexual partner. I want sex to be like a wrestling match that I lost. I want sex to be like a mugging that went badly. (laughs) Yeah, like statistics and dental records badly. I want sex to be like a deleted scene from American Psycho. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Tarps. We need to get some fucking tarps for this apartment. We have sh- carpeting. I wanted the hardwood, but you pushed for it every time. Every time we move into a new apartment, me and this imaginary girlfriend that I made up for this joke like five fucking years ago. Uh- <laughs> oh, man. Five years ago. That is how long I've been doing. I've been doing this so goddamn long. I'm, th- I'm going to be 31 this month, ladies and gentlemen. Folks and gentle people of all genders, yes, I'm 31 years old. The doom weighs heavy upon me. (laughs) I'm no longer young and handsome, I'm just handsome. Ooh, I did not appreciate the icy fucking silence. From most of the audience. Guys, you I have like, what, six minutes left in my set? You had better shape the fuck up. The punishment for not laughing at my jokes is to have to hear more of my jokes. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? If you were not such wicked sinners, God would not have sent a punishment like me upon you. Buckle the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm, I'm now at the age where like people start lying about how old they are. And most of the time they like angle lower. Like everyone wants to say that they're younger to get an edge on their competition, I guess. And I'm I'm gonna go the opposite route. I'm gonna start telling everybody that I'm actually 48. And then they're gonna be like, oh my god, you look amazing. Thank you. Oh, what's your secret? It's all the blood. Just blood. I drench myself in blood all the time. What, like virgins? What? Virgins blood, just sex blood, my blood, just your blood, anybody's blood. Just get some. You can, it's great. (laughs) Okay, again, a little, like, too close or too far? I don't know. Where's the vampire demographic? We are in San Francisco, right? This and in, this in New Orleans are the only two, like, vampires... It's weird. Like, these are the vampire cities of America, <laughs> right? Have you got no, nothing? Okay, just me and the meth heads in the city. Okay, fine. We're the only ones who can see the vampires, guys. We're the only ones who can see the vampires. We're the only ones who know that birds aren't real and that the president is trying to kill us personally. Fine. If you, if you all want to act like that's not true... To make me, Sean, a person who is totally not on meth right now, feel embarrassed. Thank you. Me and the host are the only ones on this tip. Everybody else is just like, Sean, we're waiting for you to shut the fuck up so we can do our set. Okay? I'm, fran- I'm not laughing because I'm frantically trying to remember the lyrics to Hey Ya uh, by OutKast. <laughs> Because it's the only karaoke song I know, and last time I heard it, it was four years ago, and I'm on a lot of weed right now. I'm on a lot of weed. You can tell I do drugs a lot, right, guys? <laughs> All right. Always end on a mild laughter and applause. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sean Richie. I'm going to give it back to your host. Give it up for him, everybody.
1: Sean Richio, one more time, everybody. That was phenomenal, tastic, right there. Rocking out to the Green Day local band from the Bay Area, Castro Valley. Probably not in the house, I'm just going to assume there's no Castro Valleyans in here. So before we call our next comic to the stage, I would like to debut a dramatic reading of possibly the greatest song in the history of hip-hop music. Rip Van Winkle. It's a little ditty, you can sing along if you know it, It it's called Ice, Ice Baby. Stop! Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something that grabs a hold of me ever so tightly. Flows like a harpoon both daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't snow. Turn off the lights and I shall glow. Unto the extreme, I rock a mic as if I were a vandal. Light up a stage and I watch that shit jump as if it were a candle. Dance while the speakers go boom. I shall poison your brain like a poisonous mushroom. If you possess any problems, yo, I'll solve it. Check out thine hook while my DJ revolves it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Sean mentioned we are in San Francisco, the city by the bay. And for those of you that are in from out of town, I'll give you a little bit of information about our fair city. We are very equality driven in all aspects of life. We recycle, we reduce, we reuse. So this is a joke for the ladies. Hey, ladies. Hey. Mm-hmm. If you've got a vagina, <laughs> and I know a lot of you do, and you also have a boyfriend or husband who drives a Prius, then mathematically speaking, you've got two pussies. <laughs> two pussies. That just adds up. See, I don't even care if people laugh at that joke anymore. I wrote that a decade ago. I've gotten great mileage out of that already. Great mileage, it's just going. Take that Energizer Bunny. Did you hear how quiet it got? That joke is still on. It's electric, you guys, it's electric. But our equality, it spilled onto even our lunch menus. This afternoon for lunch, I had an L-G-B-L-T sandwich, yes. It's a sandwich that identifies as a salad. The only problem is two hours later, you have to take a shit. You don't know which bathroom to use. That's a real problem. Don't know how that shit identifies. But the apps, the online dating, that's something that the kids talk about. Anybody here on the apps, the online dating apps? Woo, no. Everybody's in here happy. That's beautiful. Well, you know it. Holla. Well, before I met my lovely wife, I was on a Christian dating site for overweight people called christianpringle.com. That's right. When it comes to virgins, bet you can't pop just one. That was their motto. But as aforementioned, I am married. Sorry, ladies. I know I'm in San Francisco. Exactly so. Sorry, fellas. Hey. I know my market, and it's south of Market. Up high! That's... It's for the city slickers I'm just saying I know that I make tender ah I make loins tender in the tenderloin that's how that goes but I don't like how these kids call dating Netflix and chill have you guys heard this phrase gentlemen don't say I'd like to take you out a romantic rendezvous they just text a hey girl all caps no respect for grammar Let's Netflix and chill eggplant emoji like I'm not a vegan I don't know what that means. But even in my swing and single days, I did not have time to Netflix and chill, oh no. I would DiGiorno and porno. Mm-hmm. That is a cheap and convenient way to satisfy all your body's holes. Now, hear a laugh over here, and that's great. In the back, you're not laughing, so I have to know with my DiGiorno joke, was it my delivery? Oh! It's not delivered to Jajorno joke. I'm sorry that was cheesy. That was extra cheesy, but you guys looked hot and ready. So I gave you a slice. Speaking of people who are ready to break you off a slice, our next comedian is in from Los Angeles, California. It's a few minutes south of here. And she has been seen telling jokes as further south as Australia. So she is internationally hilarious coming to the stage ladies and gentlemen the very funny Alexis Pringo Give
5: I'm so sorry. I just had Thai food at that market and I, I can't uh, but my pants Like there's no lie. I was trying back there and I was like this is so inappropriate uh, How is everybody? Oh, am I singing right? Oh my good? All right, maybe I'll do my set first Okay. Oh. I'm a sum 41. She's a sum 41, yes, sum 41. I feel like I feel like my pants are just yeah. gonna fall off actually, so. The point at me when you wanted you want help, I'm gay hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna undo them back down. <laughs> That's so sweet. Will you be my best friend? That's so sweet. Okay. How is everybody? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to the dog that was at my show last night. Yay. Yeah. I love this space. What's the dog's name? Me. Oh. Are you Mexican? Nice. Me too, me too. Little frijole. Oh, cute. I love this space. It's so cool. I feel like if my anxiety had a picture, this is what it would look like. This is my anxiety attack last week. So sweet. Oh, man, where are the girls at? There's one, two, three. Yeah, it's a good time to be a female right now. There's, like, a lot of feminists here. I'd hope. I'd really hope so. I recently found out that the names of my makeup are still really sexist, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that lip gloss is called. But it's, what does it say? It's called Dior. Uh, it doesn't have a name. Oh, it's just rich. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. She's like, it doesn't have a name, I'm rich as fuck. Uh, no, my makeup's still really sexist. Men, I don't know if you know this, but they name it really sexual things when we buy it, so we feel really glamorous. And I just did the Women's March, and the name of my eyeshadow that I happened to be wearing was called Blacked Out and Booty Call. I haven't done those in a long time, okay? If it were up to me, I would name my eyeshadow Future President. (laughs) Or I could read good. (laughs) And men, men get the most uplifting names for their products. My boyfriend has deodorant called Steel Courage. I was like, oh, that's so nice. He needs that. Yeah. Mm. And the name of my favorite blush is called You're a Whore. But it's so pretty on. I'm wearing it right now, it's at Sephora. Lincoln bio, Lincoln bio. I got my boobs done recently. Yeah, thank you, I did it for myself, I did it for myself. Someone came up to me after I got them done, they're like, they pretty much pay for themselves because all the free drinks you're gonna get. I was like, that's funny, because no one's bought me $8,000 worth of Chardonnay. Where is this bar at? It's crazy. I went to my first country bar recently. A country bar is a super fun place to go to if you're just like a little bit racist. (laughs) It's like a tiny bit racist at those country bars. Something about country music brings out the Republican in people. I don't know what it is, I'm a Democrat. But after being there for like 10 songs, I was like, okay. All right, I don't even need reproductive rights. You know? Yeah. That was the name of the song that was playing, too. Uh, it's by Kenny Chesney. It's a good one. I'm um, in a relationship. Anyone in long term? Yeah? Oh, that's wonderful. In LA, that's quiet. And you can like hear someone shooting up heroin. That's amazing that you guys are in relationships. Wonderful. I've been with my boyfriend now for two years. He's a LA County firefighter. He just became a firefighter. I'm very proud of him. Yeah. It's a really sexy job to have, too. Like, I'm just a pervert in front of him now. I'm constantly like, ooh, there's a fire in my house. I just made it. Come and save me. And he always looks at me and says the same thing. He says, that's arson. (laughs) Don't do that. All right, there's a going down. I remember that one time that girl from L.A. fainted on stage because she had Thai food and didn't undo her pants. Oh, man. No, I'm in a good relationship. It's nice. Uh, I would say 90% of our relationship is my boyfriend asking me if I've seen a certain movie. And then I'm like, no, I haven't seen that movie. And he goes, what? That's a classic. Every time, I tell all my single friends, I'm like, all you have to do is just get off dating apps, walk into any bar where there's guys, and recite lines from the Big Lebowski. (laughs) Dudes will just turn around like, who said that? (laughs) Who was that? I'm a nanny. My nanny, for thank you. I'm fucking tired all the time, and I'm not even their fucking mom. Uh, No, I'm a nanny, and you know, I I feel a responsibility for them because I feel like I have to empower them. And one of the girls is three, and the other day she was like, I want to be a boy. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you can cover that. Uh, and I was like, girls can do anything boys can do. You know, we can be president or you deliver Amazon packages or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, we could do anything boys can do. And she was like, I want to be a boy. I'm like, well, why do you want to be a boy? And she was like, I want a penis. And I was like, oh, you yeah, know, I get that. I kind of want a penis too. <laughs> It'd be nice to see everything in front because girls, we have everything inside of us. It's like a puppet, you know? It'd be nice to just see it. All right. Um, all right, should we sing? Yeah. Okay, the, I noticed the music's not that loud, so it's going to be. Oh, yeah, there we go.
6: Yeah, no No one knew my name. name. my own house party, cause nobody
0: came. Know, so I I chose the wrong one? Hold oh, on. It's okay. Keep telling jokes, and I'll and All I'll right. find. A Where's one. everyone from? Is everyone
5: us? Uh, I know you're from
0: Seattle, right? Yeah, no.
5: Cool. Anyone else from out of town? Where's Hole uh, from? Uh, <laughs> you're from LA too? Oh, cool. Where did you get him or buy him or wh- where was he? A- him, so. Oh, oh, is that where you came down today to get him? No, I. Live Oh, Eagleside here. Aw, cute. Was he expensive? What? (gasps) He was homeless? Oh my god, you guys have the best homeless community here in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Homeless people in LA never give out free puppies. Like they say they do, but no one gives out free puppies. Fuck, my friend Allison, who's here, she just moved here. Yeah, she's cool. Where you live in Hunter? Hunter's Point. It's super quiet. She told me yesterday. She was like, "It's cool because they said that we don't have any. What was it? It's like free of. Uh... <laughs> it's free. Oh, it's, she's like it's nuclear free, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs>
7: dead.
6: My name was El Nino When I'm hanging out drinking in the back of El Camino Was a kid, was a kid, and knew my name Crashed my own house party cause nobody came well, The one you thought you knew back in high school Never, never show, never never, never never before, never And we behave I'm sick of actors here and act your age I don't wanna waste my time is the casualty of society Falling in line I know you know these lyrics up before buddy, back down Love everyone. Cause you don't, don't know us at all. We, we love when old people fall. What would you expect with a con so small? Heavy metal hymns. It's how you know, we're raised. Made made and then freeze in the that we pray. we like having fun and having people's expensive Treading people down is just a minor offense. Oh my god. I'm so glad I took like the Adderall. I feel like I'm really dead on with this. I don't want to my time. i a casualty of society. Are Oh, don't count on me to let you know when. Don't count on me. I'll do do it it again. again. Don't count on me. It's the point you're missing. Don't. that he's going balls to the wall on this one. There's,
5: like, two Adderalls for this
6: verse.
5: Telephone book! Sorry, there's, like, uh, hieroglyphics in the back of it. I can't read it. Oh, portion. All right, thank you, guys.
1: Up one more time for Ali everybody. Woo! Yeah. That's right. Ending on abortions. Well played. Well played. Uh, who doesn't love abortions? Am I right? I should hold it back. I feel like all of my abortion jokes are better when I just kill them before they come out. Oh, that should have been better planned. Like parenthood. It really should have. But, Ali, love that rendition, Fat Lip by Sum 41 or as Mike Tyson would call it, Fat Lith. <laughs> there it is. Speaking of boxing references, any sports fans in the house? Uh. Didn't think so. Uh. This will not go well. Well, my wife is here tonight, and my wife, right over here, is a biracial angel, you guys. She is half white and half Filipina. Or as I like to call it, half vanilla, half manila. It's a good little mix. Very delicious. Uh, but we had a little bit of tragedy strike our family in the last year. Uh, my wife was diagnosed with Filipino breast cancer, which of course is when you're feeling the breast and there's a Pia, inside. It's all right, you guys, we got it removed. That shit was delicious, OK? We served it up with rice. Now, I don't mean to play the rice card, but as a white man, I tend to think that white rice is just a little bit tastier than brown rice. Does that make me a ricist? See, I was afraid you guys might get steamed about that. You might get steamed about the white rice joke, say what? That's it. I'm going against the grain right now. Woo! There it is. Well, Ellie's from L.A., and I'm sure people who've worked down in L.A. know that comedy's just a stepping stone to acting for a lot of people. And uh, not to brag about my career, but last year I was cast in a dandruff shampoo commercial. Yes. Now, legally, I'm not supposed to tell you which company it was for, but let's just say that they were head and shoulders above the competition. There it is. So I know you guys are now thinking, where can we see this luscious scalp on the small screen? Well, unfortunately, you won't. Because I did not show up for the day of shooting for the dandruff commercial. I flaked. (laughs) Sorry, was that too dry? I felt like that was too dry. If you guys don't like it, just brush it off. That's fine. It really is. Well, our next comedian, is going to be rocking the stage, It's from an undisclosed location. She's from somewhere hilarious in the nether regions of the universe, and she's gonna bring that power, that passion, that responsibility without any home, just that love for comedy and karaoke to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Molly Sharrow!
8: I'm from LA. Um, originally from Pittsburgh, so I get around. Um, not bragging. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Uh, I don't normally sing. I uh, I wait at tables also. That's what I do to make my money. Um, and I had a table recently. I walked up to them, and they the first question they asked me is, "Do you sing?" And I work in a nice restaurant, so I was like, "No," uh, and I was like, "Is there a birthday?" And they're like, "No." I was like, all right, I was like, is there something we're celebrating? They're like, Get an engagement. I'm like, There's no fucking song for that. Um, I don't know if they knew that. Uh, so it was just awkward the rest of the time, and then they didn't hit me well. So um, I'm not a huge on singing. I did karaoke once, uh, I popped my karaoke cherry. Uh, first time I did it, uh, it felt a lot like when I lost my virginity. Um, I cried a lot, it was very emotional, and afterwards there was a lot of blood. Um, It was in a very bad neighborhood. Uh, (laughs) Just don't go to that neighborhood. Uh, I sang Fiona Apple's Shadow Boxer. And uh, I don't know, I look like somebody who would be a huge Fiona Apple fan, and I am. That's the sad part. You're right, I am. Uh, And afterwards I asked everyone, like, how was it? And they're like, we couldn't fucking hear you. Which I think was a polite way of saying, please never do karaoke again. Um, so this is going to be an interesting experience for you guys. Um, so let's do this. Let's get this out of the way. Flypool Sitta, Harvey Danger, One Hit Wonder. Yeah. Um, much like myself. Um. <laughs> let hope lyrics pop up, because I don't know the lyrics.
0: It's a bad MIDI background. It's
8: great. It's good. I had visions. I was in them. I was looking into the mirror. See a little bit clearer The rottenness and evil in me <laughs> Fingertips and memories, I can't forget the curves of your body. And when I feel a bit naughty, I run up the black and see who's the loose, but no one ever does. But I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Even own a TV. Put me in the hospital for nerves, and then they had to commit me. they told them all I was crazy. They cut off my legs. Now I'm an amputee. God damn you! I'm not sick, but I'm not. <laughs> I want to publish scenes And rage against machines I want to pierce my tongue It doesn't hurt, it feels fine <laughs> I don't know that line uh, I'd like to turn off time To kill my mind <laughs> I did it I sang you guys heard it this is the second time I've done karaoke and I'll never do it again Um, just you guys witnessed it now just imagine like a sadder version of me in a corner in a dark bar singing Fiona Apple and that's just me every day like that's not even that time um (laughs) I I saw I started seeing a therapist recently have you guys ever done that is it bad when your therapist falls asleep while you're talking? There happened to anybody. Just me. Cool. Um, she's like, we're gonna end this a little early. I was like, yeah, it's half past sleepy time. Um, let's do that. Uh, I get it. My voice is kind of boring. Um, but the first time I saw, her, I was like all emotional and crying, and I left the office, and Beck's song loser was just playing in the <laughs> office. <laughs> like maybe you should get another soundtrack for this therapist's office. Um, this is not a good jam. I bombed one time and did that joke and then they started playing loser afterwards which hurt more than I've ever heard in my life um I'll never go back there uh, <laughs> I, uh what else um I got laid recently um that happened thanks guys thanks stop um it had been a while um I know it had been a while because during it I screamed finally um <laughs> Uh, but he pulled the old, I don't have a condom on me, like, right beforehand, and it was kind of awkward, and I was like, I do, but it's a magnum. <laughs> <laughs> I said it like that to his face. It was a tiny little problem there. Um, so we nodded it. Better than foreskin, ladies. It was like, tiny speed bumps of pleasure. Um... <laughs> Please do not knot your condoms. They will not work. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a date number two, though. I went to his house. Um, uh, yeah. uh, I thought the first date went well enough. Like, let's do this again. Um, uh, but he was like a real adult with like a house, like levels, and like a dog, and plants, and a working refrigerator. Super adult. Um, after sex, I got dressed quickly. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go now. And then he rolled over. And he's like, well, you know where the door's at. <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker maybe do the walk of shame in his fucking house. <laughs> Tricky bastard, like most guys walk you to a car door or a bathroom door, some door, this door is transactions at the end of sex. Uh, just that awkward moment like when I was just leaving like, do you want me to let your dog out for you? Just like watering plants on the way down. Uh, I saw a homeless man who just gave me his change. Um, he's like, I see you, it's okay. And I got to this awkward moment I was like, do I leave the door unlocked, do I lock it? Um, so I got a dog now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy uh, <laughs> Keeps happening to me um, I like dating older guys That's so my bread and butter um, <laughs> It's nice when you date older guys though You don't have to remember their name They're always just daddy
7: <laughs>
8: Or grandpa Some of them have been pretty old um, But I make I've been dating men my age recently So it's kind of weird for me I make them whisper old dirty man things in my ears Because it kind of turns me on Like the play that Billy Holiday record again. <laughs> James Dean died way too young. <laughs> I'm a 23 and you're skidoo and I come and just feed me a Werther's original. <laughs> Wrap me up in an Afghan, turn on AM radio. <laughs> just describe my grandpa's house, It's weird. Um, I did that joke one time and some guy literally just brought me a Werther's original and I was like the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> so things can happen, that's what I'm saying. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I'm i tall. you guys I don't know what it is about being a giant lady. People are very freaked out. I went to a right Aid recently. A guy in front of me was like, polite about it at first. And he was like, hey, you're really tall. How tall are you? I was like, six foot. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm six foot. <laughs> it's like, no, man, it's cool. We can both be six foot. And I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's an awkward moment there. Uh, it's just like, you know, you start yelling at other people. Like, she thinks she's six foot. The guy's like, I think she's taller than that. Uh, and it was just weird moment, like I'm just trying to forget that I'm in a Rite Aid, like that's, <laughs> this is turning into the worst carnival ride I've ever had. Like, do you want to punch me in the face and guess my weight after this? Like, let's do this. So I only go to cbs 's now, um, really changed. Um, I live with this girl uh, right now. I didn't move out of my last apartment. Uh, it was pretty bad. I live with this guy named Pasta. Um, if you're wondering what he looked like, just imagine a fat guy named Pasta and you're right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, do you have a real name? And like his mail came in under pasta. I was like, all right, I guess not. Um, He could be a serial killer, I don't know. Uh, He was weird though, he was watching porn one time and he thought it was really funny to show me and I'm like, you're driving, like this is terrifying. Um, And then he started FaceTiming while he was driving, which is the ducking of texting and driving if you guys are wondering. Uh, And the thing was he was FaceTiming with a guy who was also driving. I don't know what kind of 90s walkie-talkie fantasies they were living out, but um, I'm a survivor. That's all I wanted to say, like Reba. Um, I guess I would say Destiny's Child. I'll do one more. Um, I'll just, I, uh, I, I've been dating a lot, though. Uh, my favorite question, though, when I go on a date is ask a guy if he's a boob guy or a butt guy. It's my go-to question. Find out a lot about a person. Uh, I asked a guy recently, and he's like, oh, I like all parts of a woman. I'm like, oh, you're just a fucking foot guy. <laughs> They're everywhere, ladies. Hi, them toes. I'm Molly sure You guys have a great night.
1: Well, you guys, the end is near. But before we leave, just because I know some of the other comics mentioned great karaoke ditties that we didn't get to perform tonight, we're going to do a little bit of call and response. We're going to do a little bit of hey now. All right, now, fellas. Yeah. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. I can't hear you. What's cooler than being cool?
6: Ice cold.
1: All right, 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 all right. alright. Now, where's the ladies? Yeah. We're going to break this thing down for you in just a minute. And I don't remember the rest of it. But you guys have been beautiful. Thank you. We will joke. We will sing again. But until next year. I've been Charlie Spink. You've been Radio Land. Have a great night.
7: Woo.
9: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. No!
10: <laughs> Asiento. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink
11: Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at muniradio.fm It's a great place to listen to crazy things
0: Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control Brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs And mind-bending local bands and shows At venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area that time and it's an exciting time for some game show fun times here at mutiny radio what incredibly amazing things are going to happen tonight on the ultimate game show hosted by your host everybody put your hands together for marty Cunny.
12: all right guys welcome to the prototype the beta version of the ultimate game show i'll be honest guys i haven't done this before but i'm really excited about this format should be a good time i've uh, put some thought and some care into this, uh, so, not really, I'm joking, uh, I've thrown this together about an hour ago, so let's see how it goes, guys, uh, I'm your host, Marty Cunny. uh, give it up for me, so the way this is gonna go is, um, if you haven't gotten a, a bingo sheet, get one, uh, don't show them to the comics, because what we're gonna do is every time the comics say or do one of the things on this sheet, You're gonna mark it down. And I also want you to give some kind of audio cue. I think we're gonna go with clearing your throat. So if I, so we got our center square. So if I say, how are we feeling tonight? (laughs) I want you to let them know they fucked up. Let them know what a hack they are, okay? This is up to the audience to keep these comics in check, okay? So we're going to have a good time with this tonight. I'm really excited about it. Um, If you get uh, a a row, if you get the diagonal, blah, blah, blah. uh, Don't say anything at the time. I don't want to interrupt the comic sets. We'll do it in between comics, okay? So let these people be funny. we got great people from out of town. I'm really excited about it. Uh, So how about we get this thing started, guys? Yes! Uh, Guys, so I just uh, turned 30 this year. Yes! Yes! Um... And 30's cool, although uh, people say a lot of dumb things when you turn 30, like, don't you feel like you're getting older? And I'm like, not really. In fact, I've actually looked this way since I was 14 years old. Uh, it's, it's weird, because a lot of people are like, oh, that's good, you looked like a mature young man when you were younger. It's like, no, 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 I looked like this when I was 14 years old. It's hard being a freshman in high school, it looks like he's not legally allowed within 300 feet of a high school, you know what I'm saying? Like people, like imagine you're dropping off your kid for his first day at school and then a guy that looks exactly like me runs up, hits him in the balls, calls him a queer and runs away. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of questions about that, right? There's going to be a lot of concerns, a lot of meetings. It's like, who the fuck is this substitute teacher and why is he hanging out with the freshmen all day, you know? I think I saw him selling them weed (laughs) and I was, but it was oregano, so who cares? Um... Now nah, I look like a fucking substitute teacher who teaches a class on racism, you know? Not the history of racism, but like how to do racism, you know? <laughs> like, listen up, kids. Lesson one, karaoke and the N-word. They said it first, right? Go ahead. Get that DMX song, Rough Rider. Or, or. Less, lesson two, touching hair. It's a compliment if you think about it, really. No, don't listen to that guy. Lesson three, you don't speak Spanish, just shirt your shot, hombre. Like, (laughs) don't listen to that guy, you know? I was born on uh, September 25th, which of course means that I love Christmas. Because my parents fucked on Christmas. Guys, December 25th, September 25th, nine months. It was a very white Christmas indeed. Yes, yes. A lot of frankincense and myrrh in the room to set the mood, you know? Hopefully not three wise men. I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. Does anyone else here know their fuck anniversary? No one. You do? What's yours? It was a st- it was a stormy night. Oh, okay. It was a it was a was, a, was there a whiteout? Hey, um, gross. Uh, but what's your birthday? July 10th, Uh, so you're on a Halloween baby, oh, that's nice, you had some kinky-ass parents, nice, they're wearing costumes, your dad was like, trick-or-treat, surprise, it's both, Uh, (laughs) nice, man, how about you, what's your birthday? Are you sure? (laughs) January 12th? 20th, 20th. you're a 420 baby, bro, yeah! You came out of the fucking womb just like, where's the fucking milk? <laughs> that's tight, dude. How about, how do you miss, when's your birthday? 11, 11 11? Uh, you're a Valentine's Day baby. Oh, that's so nice. That's romantic. Your mom probably wanted a real necklace though, not a pearl one. Uh, oh, <laughs> Too much? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's a, I did this one time, I love doing that joke, but it does get me a little bit of trouble sometimes. I, uh, I did this at a restaurant one time when there was like a teenager there. and I asked a teenager what his birthday was. And he said, June 11th, <laughs> 2002. Um, and I did not know how to tell that kid he was a 9-11 baby. I was like, all right, good night, everyone. Show's over. <laughs> I was like, oh, kid. The only thing that went down faster than Tower 2 was your mom's panties. <laughs> oh, God. It was an inside job. <laughs> George Bush probably did it. Anyways, uh, moving on from that. Is it too much? Too much out the gate? 9 11 jokes? This is mutiny. This is pretty cool. But I got to feel you guys out. I to the other comics to know what you guys are into. So, you guys like dad jokes? See, I like dad. You, you like dad jokes? Yes. Oh, here, here we go. I'm gonna lay a good one on you right now. Here we go. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! She liked it. That was good. Does everyone get it? Does everyone get that joke? So I wanna make sure you all got it. Sarcophagus is like one guy is like two you know I guess that's less of a dad joke and more of a mummy joke am I right miss uh, no okay we'll stop that um yeah, I guess I'll keep those jokes under wraps <laughs> <sighs> moving on guys <laughs> uh I'm uh I used to you know I used to be not really a big fan of immigrants in this country I'll be honest guys um but I I noticed something Uh, something really annoying to me, I realized, I had a realization one day, I was watching uh, Fox News and this guy was talking about how, you know, Emirates, these people are so un-American, they come, you're uninvited, they take our good blue collar jobs and they rape and they murder. And that's when I changed my mind, because I was like, damn, that's the most American shit I've ever heard, is going somewhere you're not invited and raping and murdering everyone there so you can do farm work. (laughs) That's kind of our thing, those are true blue Americans if I've ever heard of them, hell yeah. I can do have some advice. If you're going to do it, you got to say Manifest Destiny first, you know? <laughs> it's like the no homo of territorial expansion. It's awkward if you don't say it. Destiny manifestio. Is that? That's that's probably not okay to say. Uh, shoot my shot, hombre. Uh, next, moving on. I did, oh, I did see something that upset me uh, a couple months ago. I was at a party and I saw this really cute black chick and she was wearing like this sexy cop outfit because it was like a costume party. She was wearing a sexy cop outfit and she's getting crazy. She tried to fit the whiskey and punch another black guy in the face and call him the N-word. And as an Irishman, I was offended. I was like, hey, that's our thing. Uh, (laughs) My culture is not a costume, okay? She puts on dropkick Murphys, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, Guys, I'm gonna bring up the rest of your comedians in a minute. I got one last thing to say to you guys. Uh, I um, What am I gonna to say to you guys? This is really racking my brain here. What's a, what's a good last joke? Cats? Cats. By Pam's request, we're gonna do a cat joke. Cat joke. Uh, my ex broke up with me kind of recently um, and it's not great, but she did leave me with the cats and I think, I think I like the cats. I think I'm okay with having the cats. It's, it's actually pretty great because when I come home, I never know if they're gonna like cuddle up to me or just like yell at me for food or like just swat at me randomly for no reason. Uh, it's really like my ex never left. Uh, it's pretty great. In fact, there's a lot of things that they do for me that she would never do. Um, I should probably rephrase that. There's a lot of things that they do that, sh- for example, uh, they never complain when I feed them cat food. You know, they don't have a problem with it. She was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, you need the fiber. Um, what else? They don't, I don't have to ask them twice to sit on the toilet with me. You know, it gets lonely in there. They run right in. They're running Olympic slaloms through my legs. You know, it's not me. It's not me time. It's us time. Um, oh, there was one thing that I wasn't so sure about. Uh, they do look me right in the eyes when I masturbate. Um... She wasn't really into that, and they are. Uh, <laughs> it's creepy, guys. Like, It's nice to know someone cares about you, but they don't blink. It's just, it's just this, the whole time It's creepy. All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming out for the Ultimate Game Show. Um, I'm going to bring up your first comic. Uh, guys, pay attention uh, to the cards. Uh, remember, what do we do when somebody hits, when you, when you ding somebody? Let me hear some clear some throws. Let them know they let them know they fucked up. All right, uh, guys, your first comedian to come to the stage. Very funny guy coming out of Portland. Uh, you need to uh, look him up on ChatterBait to support his uh, f- uh, uh, pegging habit. So, guys, make it loud right now for Berger, everybody.
13: Keep it going for Marty, everybody. Keep it going for Marty. Yeah. Keep it going for Pam too. Thank you, Pam, for putting this together. It's been a a joy being down here. Yeah, give it up for Pam, everybody. Actually, yeah, like, actually give it up. Uh, yeah, I did come down here from Portland. It's it's fun to be in San Francisco from Portland. I feel like I'm, I'm like, down here scouting the farm leagues for the gentrification uh, that's going to take place in a couple years up in Portland. Uh, it's nice. You guys have that shit on lock. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I guess you guys don't know that, but everybody comes up to Portland and just buys up Real estate and displaces minorities. Uh, I guess that already happened here a while ago, though. But <laughs> that wasn't that was more of an observation, less of a joke. That's kind of sad. Uh, I'm staying here in town with uh, friends of my dad, uh, which is really generous of them. Really, uh, really cool. They 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 all went to college together, and uh, they just like did a little better in life than my dad did. They like bought property in San Francisco at a good time. They had good jobs. They like retired at an appropriate age. And so like I was making small chat with them when I got in and they're like, oh yeah, so uh, how's Steve? Is, is, this, is he still working? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, my dad's still working. <laughs> and then uh, the dude leaned back and he's like, yeah, man, uh, what day is it today? Oh man, retirement. You just kind of lose track of the days. And I was like, are you flexing on my dad right now? Like through me? You think I'm going to call my dad and be like, yo, Steve Seacrest was flexing on you, dude. It's weird. It's... uh, You guys having a good week so far? Ample week? No response. Nobody <laughs> even gives a fuck. Yeah, that's chill, too. I'm having a decent week. I took a lift recently, not to brag. Uh, Yeah, I can... Comedy's working out for me. I can splurge on a lift line every once in a while, get from A to B. Yeah, it's tight, yeah. Uh, I had this crazy lift to the airport the other day. Um, This guy, he had a nice clean car, good setup. He had an iPad in the back, and he was like, yeah, yeah, uh, have a seat, you know, put on whatever music you want, uh, uh, play some games on the iPad, uh, make, make yourself comfortable. And I was like, man, this is gonna be fun. This is a nice ride, friendly guy. And then he was like, yeah, man, you can do whatever you want back there, as long as you got your seatbelt on. And I was like, alright, cool. Like, fun and safe. I can get down with that. Uh, and then he, like, really leaned into that last part, and he's like, yeah, man, you can do whatever you want back there, as long as you got your seatbelt on. I was like, <laughs> word, I I got it. He's like, no, 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 my man, you're not hearing me. You can do whatever the fuck you want in the backseat of my Kia Soul, as long as you got your seatbelt on. I was like, this guy really wants me to jerk off right now. <laughs> I was like, I think, I'm not sure, but I think this guy really wants me to masturbate in his Kia Soul. Uh, it was so weird. It was like, I've never had anybody just so blatantly like, try to see my genitalia. I was like, this is what women must feel like around men all the time in every situation uh, throughout all of history. It's so weird. I, I I was thinking about that too. And I was like, man, he must've had to add that clause in because clearly at some point he, he like killed a couple. (laughs) Like he was just watching the shit out of somebody just masturbating, like goes through a telephone pole. They go flying through the window he gets a call up from Lyft like, Brian, <laughs> you got to remind the passengers to wear their seatbelts while they masturbate for you. <laughs> We're not an evil company. We're not Uber, okay? This <laughs> is bananas. It was, I was pissed off too because I, like, I was like, you should be doing it for me. I'm paying for the ride. You should be the one entertaining me. No, that was weird. It was a weird ride. the The funniest thing about the whole ride is after he was he, he like this really happened after he like explicitly was like, "Yo, dude, you can pull your dick out. It's cool." Uh, we just sat in silence like a normal lift lot line, and then I gave him five stars. I was like, <laughs> I just got out. as was like fun conversation, clean car, good. <laughs> it's like on my way. Fucking Brian, man. <laughs> he was good. He was a good driver. Ah oh, man, uh, Marty was talking about getting older. I I can relate. I feel like I'm getting older too, which is shitty. It's shitty to say that because I'm just 28, and that's not. I'm not like old by any by any means. But I can see the signs. Like I'm starting to see the signs. Just recently, my mom kicked me off. Uh, after all these years, she finally kicked me off the family browser's account. <laughs> what, mom? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can't afford my own premium porn? Are you? kidding me mom if you're gonna kick somebody off kick off my stepdad uh, he's the one that searches for all the goofy stuff and uh, fucks up our algorithm <laughs> <laughs> do you guys did you know that did you know porn websites have yeah of course with San Francisco you guys probably wrote the fucking code for that shit down here I can't believe that what a breach of trust Pornhub's like hey Carl why don't you check out this redhead pregnant piss party <laughs> I'm like god damn it Just because that's exactly what I want to watch tonight (laughs) and every night (laughs) doesn't make me happy about this. They're selling that data. They're selling it. They sell it to Amazon. Started getting ads for maternity pants and snorkels. (laughs) One click buy. One click buy every time. I want that in my arsenal. I want that. You never know when you're going to need that. It's crazy, man. I'm getting older. I, uh... I did. I I hit a uh, a milestone in, in aging for a young man. Uh, I went out and had myself a prostate exam. Thank you. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> it sounds kind of, I phrased that funny. It kind of sounds like I just like backed into a Zoom care like, hey, who wants to finger blast me? And uh, it didn't happen like that. It was prescribed. It was prescribed by a doctor because I pee constantly i pee all the time uh this whole set i've been peeing a very small amount just a slow steady trickle you can't see it yet. it hasn't soaked through the cotton uh but i rest assured i am peeing right now and uh so i had to go see a urologist and i knew going to see a urologist at one point he would want to take a little peek at my fun little happy touch button that's what i call my prostate uh and and i was like i'll let you know a secret i am uh I'm like a red-blooded American, like meat and potatoes kind of guy. Uh, you can see that I got a Carhartt jacket on. Uh, <laughs> so clearly, I've put stuff in my butt before. Uh, <laughs> many different things on multiple occasions. Like, I, I it's 2019. I feel like if you're a man over the age of 13, you've put something in your butt at some point or another. I see some. I see some dudes that are like, qu- like, no, no. The more you deny it, the bigger the object was, dude. That's <laughs> that's how that math works out. That's how that works out. Is it TV remote or uh, <laughs> trying to change the channels? <laughs> you got to learn how to do stuff like that when you live alone. No, I don't know. <laughs> so I was I I I was ready. I was prepared for this. I knew what it was going to be like. I uh, I shaved. I wanted to make a good first impression. <laughs> My mom's always telling me you got to make a good first impression when meeting new people. Uh. I was ready, but what I was not at all ready for was just how fast and then how bored the whole operation and how the doctor was. It was just, it was like two seconds from the time he was like cold gel, slight pressure to when he was just like pushed back in his rolly chair and was like taking his gloves off. And I, I was sitting there on the, the thing. I was like, are you sure you found it? It usually takes me a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like a 15, 20 minute deep sea exploration. Like he was James Cameron trying to find the hope diamond <laughs> and he just like got up and he was like, uh, no, no, your prostate looks fine. Uh, there's napkins on the counter. A nurse will be in to schedule a follow-up and he took his gloves off and he left. So I'm just standing in the middle of this room. And I had to waddle over to the counter, pants akimbo, (laughs) and then wipe just like standing up under fluorescent lights, which is really awkward uh, and uncomfortable. And then I realized he didn't tell me where the trash can was. (laughs) So I just had to pocket those lubed up poopy butt (laughs) tissues, (laughs) just like a crazy disgruntled parent on a Delta flight, like, ah, God damn it. Uh, And that was a Tuesday. I the best part of that this that all happened. It was really awkward. It was funny. and uh, it ruined a pair of chinos. But I told that joke and this woman came up to me after the show and was like, Hey man, I just wanna let you know I've had a lot of dates end way too fast where I had lubed up tissues in my pocket too. And I was like, Alright, we're bridging the gap between the, the the whole male female thing. This is great, like <laughs> I'm just trying to tell every man out there and some of the women too, go get a prostate exam. It's worth it. It's worth every penny, especially if you have insurance. <laughs> that's it this is a PSA about getting your butt checked uh, that's it that's all I've got guys my name's Dane Cook uh, Carl Burger,
12: everyone give it up for a one more time I actually didn't get him on anything you got two what we- okay we'll, we'll we'll talk in a minute I don't want to let them the other ones know what they are but did you cough I didn't hear it do you know how to cough you tried to cough okay that's fine all right anyways guys cardboard one more time that was fantastic all right guys i uh, very excited about your next comedian he uh wanted me to let you know that he has a great youtube series uh what the fuck is on america is it is it an america on america and america what the fuck is an america two question marks don't go with that one question mark series guys guys. Uh, all right. Well, let's give it a big right
14: now for Andrew Murphy, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Sorry. I, I have to work with a uh, set list tonight because I've I've been away from stand up for a while. I've actually been filming uh, my first TV thing, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to be one of the hosts on straight eye for the straight guy. This is a great show. I just go to other guys' houses, and I'm like, it's a cool pool table, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's like I live at a bar, you know? Then we just sit around and drink and talk about how we would have done the Bin Laden raid different. You know? yeah, I would have gone in through the window and got him in the back, you know? I'm just tactical that way. I'm liking being here. I am liking San Francisco. It is a very nice town. Yes. Give it up for your town. Would you? Cl- yeah. 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 I know people. It's so weird. I'm from Seattle and everyone in Seattle hates Seattle. People are like, yeah, the Montreal only has two stops. Bah. You know. You go like Detroit, a city that's actively on fire and people are like, the spirit of Detroit will live forever in iron. You know, and it's, it's. It's a weird dynamic, you know, but uh, I I, one of the things I did. I went to go do some tourist things. I went out to Alcatraz and Alcatraz, which is very pleasant. It's very pleasant. Alcatraz is surprisingly pleasant for a government fortress turned into a prison. (laughs) It's got like flowers all over it and little birds and everything. I was talking to one of the park rangers there and he was telling me "Yes, seagulls mate for life. I'm like do seagulls mate for life or can we just not tell seagulls apart? you know yeah the fucking white one with the yellow beak is fucking the white one with the yellow beak they're in love don't worry about it and um if seagulls dating policy is anything like their french fi policy we can assume that seagulls are getting after it pretty hard <laughs> so yeah this is a pretty liberal town pretty liberal how are we feeling on trump in this town here huh uh 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 uh, 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 look. Yeah, it looks low ab- low average support low average support. I uh, people people always say there's nothing that Trump could do that would surprise them like I don't know. He's a pretty unpredictable guy, but if he dunked I'd be pretty surprised you know or even like a strong alley oop you know or like a sky hook you know there is one thing I do have to give to Trump he is our nation's first openly ugly president <laughs> you know, he's our nation's first open openly stupid ugly mean president. You know, everyone else has like combed their hair reasonably and like read the book or, you know, like tried to know what they were saying on camera and that man is just on brand, you know, like right now there are stupid, ugly, mean children seeing someone like themselves on TV for the first time, you know, (laughs) And that really matters to all the stupid, ugly, mean children. Like right now, there's a little kid. He's like, "Mom, there's someone like me on TV." And his mom runs over, he's like, "That's right, Billy. You can be president when you grow up." And then he's like, "Shut up, you stupid bitch. I already knew that." You know. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. politics not the career for me. Not the career for me. I want to work in radio, the most thriving of the media. You know because I have the voice for it. I have a fantastic voice. It's my best attribute as I've been told often people are like you have a voice for radio. I'm like, thank you. I'm gonna choose to take that as a compliment because I'm a positive person just like I'm a positive person about the future of radio. You know, like I, I would love to be a classic rock radio DJ like all right ladies and gentlemen you are listening to 93.3 kq KLA qk qk all right and we're coming at you live from on top of the hill we're going to be giving away tickets to see asia playing in boston boston playing in asia and blazia the first all asian boston tribute band they are all Thai except for the drummer who is Korean. All right. And we're going to be playing some Beatles, some stones, some the kinks, some the who and other lost gems of the rock revolution. Just kidding. Hotel, California on a loop until I am dead. You motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. or if you live in a cool city, like San Francisco, you have cool radio stations like this one where people are like hey, this is DJ, whatever. I don't even need this job. <laughs> We were just playing the new record. That's off the, that's off the new compilation album from Iron Care Records. Next up, we're going to have an in-studio session from some coked-out Brooklyn vegan indie darling who figured out just the right amount of reverb to people make people think his haircut's not stupid. And uh, the surviving members of Oingo Boingo, Chumbawamba, Incubus, and Hoobastank have formed a supergroup called Oingo Wumba Hububis. they're gonna be playing a Lollapalooza you know yeah I've been uh, I've been trying to date I'm trying to get after it you know so whatever I'll segue it later uh I've been uh I don't know like I'm lonely but like I have it coming you know like I don't, I'm I'm not mad about it I I recently I recently got out of a long-term relationship which is great because I got to see all of my stuff again uh Cause when you start a relationship in the first two months, you pick whose house you're going to fuck at and it's never mine, you know? So I, you get dumped and you're like, Oh yeah, I did play guitar, you know? And it's, you know, I don't know. I'm uh a, I'm bad at dating. I'm bad at dating because I'm bad at flirting. I don't know. People always tell me I should be more confident and I always hate that advice because they're like, you should just change your personality overnight and just gain the people were like, Andrew, you should just be more confident and just go up and talk to women. I'm like, just talk to women in public. Like I'm Harvey fucking Weinstein or something. Are you out of your fucking mind? You know, just be like, Hey, what's going on with you? Not much. Or I'll go over here. You know, like, no, that's why I get all my women off the Internet like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> is that a little too real? I don't know. Don't worry about it. But no, I'm very bad at flirting and real because my I'm just a nice person. I'm polite. I obey the social contract. You know, people are like, I'll go out to a restaurant with my friends and the waitress will come over and I'll be like, what's good around here? How's your day? And she'll be like, I'm doing good. The soup is great now. Like, I will have the soup. Thank you very much. And then my friends just look at me and they're like, you're trying to fuck, aren't you? And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's the plan. Step one, be pleasant. Step two, all night. <laughs> Step three, new city, new name. It's not necessary. I just like doing it that way, you know. That's how my parents met. My mom was a waitress, and my dad didn't spit on the floor, and, <laughs> and they just got married. You know, I don't know. I have a lot of friends who like me, so they're always giving me terrible dating advice, which I hate. You know, because I'm a strange and difficult man, and I plan on keeping it that way. And they're always trying to sand they're always trying to sand me down a little bit around the edges, you know. And they're like, "Andrew, what what did we tell you? What did, what did you do this time? Remember what we told you?" And I was like, "Oh, you say I got to stop making girls mixtapes that are just Wu-Tang's greatest hits <laughs> where I do my own guest verses in the middle." <laughs> No, no, it was the other thing you got to stop doing. Oh, is that I got to stop leaving voicemails in my spooky Halloween voice? <laughs> oh, I had a creeptastic time last night. I know a very spooky bad Thai place. Yeah. No, it was the other thing. Oh, is that I got to stop going on J-Date and telling Jewish women that once you go goyum, you never re <laughs> No. I struggle, I struggle, you know, I struggle, I don't know. I've uh, been doing a lot of masturbating, which is kind of like the minimum wage of sex. It's all right. You know, I don't know. Relationships and jobs are weird because like people, you can just be out. You can be single for a while. and People are totally okay with that. You can't do that with a job. You can't just be like, I was just, I'm getting out of a really toxic long-term job and just want to spend some time learning about myself. All right. That's a new joke. And my jokes are like my babies. Some of them are dumb and they're not all going to make it. So it's, you like that? All right. I'll file that away voice recorder file that away LA. nice lady like that joke but uh i don't know i don't yeah i don't know sex is weird sex is weird it's a contingent of the whole dating thing i don't know in my opinion sex is just some poor people do when there's no wrestling on tv you know but You got to do it every once in a while to prove you fucking can, you know, and uh, I know sex is weird because there's just so many like rules around it that you don't understand until you're there, you know, like sex talking, like talking during sex, you think you can freestyle, but you really can't. There's only like 10 phrases you can say and three of them are for when you're in love and three are for if you're a freak, you know, and it has to be those exact phrases. You can be like, oh yeah, you like that, but you can't be like, oh yeah, you enjoy that, you know, oh. <laughs> oh. You, know you can be like, your dick is big and hard and you can't be like, oh, your dick is large and firm. uh." Oh gross no and then and then you'll be like fucking and then you run out of things to say and then you're just like all right i'm just gonna freestyle it your toes are real whatever fuck it not sleep you know (laughs) eject you know all right I, uh, I don't know. Sex is weird. There's a bunch of, like, rules around it that you just don't really grasp until you're there. You know, I'm just going to repeat that point because that's what good comics do. And uh, I don't know. Like, I if you took all the times I've ever had sex and averaged it out compared it to all the times I've had at water parks and averaged it out, it comes out to the same. You know? Because I've had some good sex and some bad sex, but water parks have never let me down. You know? It has always been a top ten magic day every time I go to Wild Waves Enchanted Kingdom. You know, it's water slides are great, you know, because I mean water parks have, they avoid a lot of the problems of sex. You know, like for example, you have never been at a water park about to go down the water slide or get in the pool and then right before you get on, they're like, oh man, you have to encase your whole body in a latex sheath before you go down this water slide. Like, what happens if I don't? There's a reasonable chance your entire body will be covered in pus, bleeding sores forever. And if you ever go down another water slide, that water slide will be covered in sores and you'll feel like a monster for it. And I'm like, all right, shit. Well, I guess I'll just wear this thing. And I'm like, well, that'll make it way fucking worse and you won't even enjoy the water slide, but you will. But, you know, it's the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. And then also people have like a lot of sex opinions that just make it real rough. You know, they're just people just being like Some people think sex is only for procreation. You know, it's like you're just about to go down a water slide and someone's like, hey buddy, you see this bus water slide right here strictly for transportation. <laughs> this water slide is from getting from the top of the tower to the bottom of the tower. All right, <laughs> you got to sit there, lie back, eyes closed, arms crossed, feet forward. It is the slippery bus of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's how we get around in this town. You know, and then there's other stuff that people do if they're freaks, you know, and I'm not into freaky stuff. You know, I don't have the back for it anymore. You know, like anal sex. I've never, I've never understood the appeal of that. You know, that's like you're going down a water slide. You know, <laughs> And then you kind of like fall out of the water slide. And then you're like, I got to get back in the water slide. And you're trying to get back in the water slide. And then the lifeguard is like, that's the wrong water slide. And then you're like, oh, I'm really sorry. It's dark. And they're kind of close together. And then you get back in the water slide. And you get all the way down to the bottom. And then you're like, that was pretty cool with that other water slide. Can I go down that sometime? And then the lifeguard's like, maybe on your birthday. (laughs) Ah, shit. All right. Well, people like that one normally. Thank you. All right, I have been Andrew Murphy. I'm going to hand that off. I hope I helped with your bingo sheets. Y'all have a good night. Andrew Murphy,
12: everybody. All right. Uh, What the fuck is an America, right? Or what the hell is an America? It's probably what the hell. I think usually people don't put fuck in the title of their YouTube series. Uh, I got them them for five on that one. How did you guys do? Uh, You got two? We got a a couple. Anybody Anybody get a row? Anybody get a... Oh, well, it's up to your next comedian to seal the deal for the rest of us. Otherwise, I'm just going to shout a bunch of phrases out as the closing bit. Um, Very excited to have this guy here. He's also from Seattle. So, guys, get get allowed right now for Bobby Higley, everyone. Come on, everyone. Yes.
15: Well, hello. Hello. How's it going there? Scratch that scratch that bingo. (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking welcome, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, we're real pleasant in Seattle. Uh, so my name is Bobby, it's nice to meet you. I, uh, I was raised Mormon, yeah? Anyone else abused? That's a fun joke. No, if my dad was a slogan for his cereal brand, it would be uh, Kixer for kids. <laughs> Yeah, that's my fifth darkest joke. I know. Quantify it. We're counting up. It's <laughs> fine. As you can hear from the dicks just falling out of my mouth, I might be a homosexual. <laughs> you know, it's very, very possible. Uh, the best way I can describe being gay is that there is this uh, town that I grew up next to in Florida. Okay, and this town's name was Bithlow. Would you try to say Bithlow for me? Bithlow. Bithlow. Try to say it without a lisp. No, you can't. You can't, you can't say without a lisp. And that's your entire life! <laughs> to recap, being gay is like a town in Florida. Terrible. That's fine, we get sad in Seattle. Do you get sad down here, California? Yeah? Do you get sad when your skies are filled with smog? <laughs> Thanks for giving that to us, you fucking chodes. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. We do a plenty good job of burning our own beautiful resources. Um, it's fine. No, I uh, I get sad in Seattle. The last time I got really sad, I got curious, you know, not just about how I could kill myself in a fun way, <laughs> like usual. I, uh, I did my 23 in me. Anybody ever done that? Yeah? I was like, I want to learn more about myself. So uh, I put 23 men inside of me in a month. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Turns out I'm 10% racially chlamydia. Uh. And it is the funniest thing when you're crying on a dick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It is. It is. Yes. You've cried on a dick. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sisters. Uh, so when you cry on a dick, a lot of times the guy will like look down, you know, depending on position, of course, (laughs) you know, and they're like, whoa, I'm a big man. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm real sad. <laughs> yeah, you've cried on a dick. Have you ever cried while eating somebody's ass? <laughs> no, I have. You wanna know the best part about that? They don't know. <laughs> yeah, It's just like a sad, lemony, zesty, twinky vinaigrette. <laughs> just tossing that salad. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> Cool. Now I get I get real sad. The only mother who hasn't left me is uh, nature. So, yeah. I know what you're thinking. You're like, Bobby, are you ever gonna forgive your parents? And I'm like, I don't know. Beats me. <laughs> it's a silly joke. That's number three. <gasps> Getting closer. No. Uh, so time with my family is complicated. I'll tell you about the last time I saw my family. So it was uh, it was last Christmas. So uh, A last Christmas, I gobbled up Xanax, and the very next day, I did it again. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was like day three on beta blockers. I had established like permafrost over my emotions. Yeah, but they were still skittering underneath the ice. Like, wah, 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 wah. And I was like, huh. I was like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Like, those are Feelings or Tremors, volume six. (laughs) That's the icy one, (laughs) yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm feeling mellow enough to deal with my family. And uh, so we're sitting around the dinner table and my mom gets this wicked look in her eye and she sets down her iced herbal tea. And she says to all of us, y'all wanna get canasty? (laughs) Yeah, which is how a Mormon mother of seven instigates a game of canasta. Yeah, and then she slapped her leg and she's like, I'm so bad. (laughs) I turned to my little sister and I was like, I've snorted cocaine off of a man's asshole in a bathhouse. And my mom was like, what was that? And I was like, nothing, sweetie. You are so bad. (laughs) Yeah. That asshole thing, we call that a powdered donut in the gay community. (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a joke but did you know stevie Nicks paid somebody to blow cocaine up her asshole for years after her nose deteriorated (laughs) that's a fucking dream of mine (laughs) i also want a manservant this is also not a joke i do this is a goal i want a manservant uh we could employ him as a respectable person but i want him as a man to be like debased um (laughs) It's just what I like about doing to men. Uh, Just a thing. And I don't want his name to be Teddy, but I want, through my employment, to pay him to change his name to be Teddy. So that one day I can be like, Teddy, get the car! We're leaving! (laughs) I've craved that moment (laughs) since I was a child. Okay, we're moving on to the rest of that story. (laughs) So we're sitting around the dinner table about ready to get to play this game, but I'm incredibly competitive, and I was very tired from the Xanax, so I did what a normal homosexual does. I took more drugs. (laughs) Yeah, I added a little bit of Adderall. Have you ever done that? you ever stripped away your emotions and then made yourself feel way smarter than everybody else? (laughs) I was looking around the room, and I was like, where did I set my empathy? It's like a serial killer cocktail. <laughs> yeah. It was a real good time. And we were getting down to play, things were going well, and then a Miley Cyrus song came on, and then my dad said, turn off that whore's music in front of my little sisters. And I turned around quick as a whip, quick as a whip. And I was like, what did you say? <laughs> And he's like, well, she is a whore. And that's when I surfaced. Have you ever broken through Xanax? Have you ever actually felt so much that you broke through your beta blockers? (laughs) I was like, I "I couldn't feel again. And everything is rage. (laughs) But it was like this cold rage. So I turned to my dad with these serial killer eyes. And I was like, hey, dad, do you know why mom has to drive to Pocatello an extra hour out of the way to take me back to the airport tomorrow? Well, I met another man's son for falafel earlier today, off of Grinder, and I'm gonna fuck him. <laughs> and my mom just spewed out her ice herbal tea all over the cards. It was a canasticker.
7: <laughs>
15: <laughs> yeah, did you feel how it was getting intense? It's called a pullback. <laughs> Very experienced. <laughs> Not really. (laughs) Oh, God. Y'all smoke pot here? Yeah? All right. I want to tell you about a time I got a little bit weird. I was uh, hanging out around uh, Volunteer Park. It's this beautiful park in Seattle. You should go if you ever get the chance. And I was hanging out with a new transplant comic, Vanessa Dawn. She's wonderful. And if you ever get a chance to see her, check her out. And uh, we were smoking this blunt on this bright summer's day in Seattle and having a good time. And then I pointed to the graveyard right next to it. And I was like, hey, Bruce Lee's buried there. She was like, bet. And so we went looking for Bruce Lee's grave. It's just stoned off our ass, which isn't the funny part. We're just scampered around this graveyard, looking at every grave being like, is Bruce Lee buried there? That's not the funny part. The funny part was that I'm a weak ass little bitch and with the sun and the weed and I started crying pretty profusely. Yeah, I was all soggy, just a soggy little soy boy. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going around this graveyard and I'm just like, Vanessa, do you have like a tissue? And she's like, no. And I was like, fuck, I have nothing. And I'm looking around and she's like, I don't know. And she's like, there, and she points on the ground and there is a rose. And I was like, absolutely not. And she was like, you gotta. And I was like, oh my God. And so I picked it up and I blew my gay ass nose (laughs) into this rose. And it was the gayest thing I have ever done. I once tried to put three dicks in me at once. Do you know the logistics (laughs) of that? It's easier than you think, actually. (laughs) Practice! Uh, No, but that was the gayest thing I felt like I'd ever done. But then I was presented with another problem, which is I had a snot-filled rose and nothing to do with it. So I was like, what should I do? And she's like, well, just set it down. So I did, but I'm stoned and I'm not a normal person, so I set down the snot-filled rose like the baby Moses, just being gifted to the Nile. Like with a reverence and respect. And I, like, realized it was weird, but I was like, whatever, I'm whimsical, Uh, you know? (laughs) So I set it down, and then I looked to my left, and there's this woman walking towards me, and she's got this expression on her face that just says, like, my condolences. And I could tell she'd been, like, recently crying. And I was like, oh, nothing, no, it's fine. You know, like, I get up, you know, just trying to make not a big deal of it. And then she looks mortified, and she looks between my uh, noticeably black friend and me, and realizes that I had just gifted that flower to the Robert E. Lee Veterans Memorial (laughs) in Volunteer Park. And this white woman fucking exploded. She did, like Big Trouble in Little China. You saw that movie, yeah, when he got too big. It was like that, but it was inside of her eyes. It was wild. (laughs) No, it's true. Oh, God. So this look that you see before you, I have cultivated over the years. I like to describe it as bi-bait. Yes. Because with me, it's still gay, but if you flip me around, I could be a pretty woman. <laughs> I know, it's true. And I've, uh, I've been walking with my boyfriend before we were holding hands, and uh, we got catcalled. Somebody shouted out, hey, pretty thing, and I turned around quick as a whip, <laughs> And I was like, well, hello. <laughs> Like, how's your sense of crumbling masculinity? <laughs> it was like, it's like, blink! And I was like a shard of the glass ceiling. How nice, you know? <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Uh, but I've been dating bi dudes for a while, and I figured out that bi dudes are a lot like near, newer beer drinkers uh, when it comes to dick. I swear to God. Okay, because like newer ones, they get close, and they're like, ah! <laughs> they divert. They're like... Bitter! (laughs) Is that an IPA? (laughs) I'm like, no, that's a Norwegian pale. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And I do have this by boyfriend and you can't see it, but I had this busticated lip because I took one for the team. It was team sodomy, if you're guessing, yeah. We were in sex going through a good time, uh, going through what you might describe as a shift change. Yeah, and I took a flying elbow right to the face. And that's when I learned what a violent orgasm was. <laughs> I was like, mayo, ketchup, mayo, ketchup. <laughs> and, and he was like, dear God, stop. I know it's crazy. I learned a lot about that. I learned I'm a lot kinkier than I thought. Uh, and now I am covered in consensual bruises, which is, I know, such a funny thought. But the craziest thing about that is like, I never thought I'd get my 12-year-old skin back. Thank you, Mutiny. That's joke number two.
12: <laughs> Holy shit, what a ride that was, guys! Give it up for Bobby Higley one more time. By the way, uh, that's either called a strawberry milkshake or Thousand Island dressing, as is your experience just that has a name too. Excellent Oh man Uh, In and out special secret sauce Alright guys That was a lot of fun I think I might I might have based this too much on my act And not on other people's Um, (laughs) So if you guys Want to know the rest of my jokes You can just look at this sheet And uh, should pretty much cover it Uh, Thanks guys for playing along Um, Did we have anybody Anybody get a a line Anybody get Okay so I did a bad job Um (laughs) We learning together. This has been fun, but I did. I do have scores. Um, so your third place, I'll have prizes. Oh, uh, let me grab the Carl. Can you grab the prize bag on the chair in there real quick? I want to give you guys the prizes now, since we have some time.
0: Prize bags. Prizes. We got three minutes for Wrong the prizes. Uh, there's a paper prizes. bag. Um, prizes. I, I can hand
12: out things out of that backpack, but I think someone will be prizes. upset with me.
0: Paper bag somewhere. Prize bag. Paper bag. There should be a paper bag prizes there it is
12: all right in third place uh mr youtube himself guys so i i dinged him five times so guys make it loud right now one more time for andrew murphy all right (laughs) andrew you seem like a guy who might enjoy a rotating ball game so you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and get one of these guys uh, number two, I dinged him four times uh, One more time for Bobby Hagley, everybody uh, This is a, a cover for a hookah pipe But it, I'm pretty sure you could use this for drugs So I think you might like that Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm the fucking Wizard of Oz right now and guys uh your inaugural uh, the winner of the inaugural ultimate game show guys make it loud one more time for carl burger everybody yes you know him and since he's so red-blooded i got this man a beer uh it's uh it's from uh seven stills guys it's a local brewery i hope you enjoy it it's a double ipa mango milkshake uh Pretty exciting stuff, guys. I got a bunch more prizes in here. So anybody who got the most squares, you think, just raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to count them, uh, or just raise your hand. I'm not going to check. Who thinks? Who's, who wants a fucking prize? I'm going to give you uh, Tom Morello's latest CD, uh, The Atlas Underground. I'll be honest, it sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. She knows. Uh, I have some uh, some garbage weed. Who wants some garbage weed? Uh over right there. I got more stuff guys, I got more stuff. Alright, this is real quality uh, cat toys. Who wants some cat toys? There we go. Yes. Uh slightly used Bud Light Koozie. Who would like a slightly used Bud Light Koozie? I have a lot of these already, which is why you guys are getting one. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we have a Pam Special Pot Treat. Who wants one of these bad boys? Yes. Aren't you getting paid in pot shame? What are you asking me for? All right, guys. And one final... Oh, I got two more prizes, actually. I have three more. I bought them. Uh, I have a Guatemalan Quetzal. Who wants... What? I don't know what the exchange rate is right now. But this is real money, okay? Anybody going to Guatemala anytime soon and want a piece of fruit? Uh, here we go. All right, here's a real prize, guys. I'm going to the fastest hand in the West for a dare pin. Who wants a dare pin? This guy right there. Yes. Great toss, Marty. All right. I got a another pin. This one is uh, just a picture of Sting. Uh, does anybody want a picture? This is right here, right in front here. All right. That says, I like to fuck, and I will fuck when I want. Um... This is a $5 coupon for the Pine Tar Grill in San Francisco. Uh, Now hosting a Wednesday night open mic. Uh, Anybody gonna be actually? Yeah, Chris wants it, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I got mutiny lighters. Who wants a mutiny lighter? Yes, mutiny lighter. Yes. One more? No, okay. One there, one there. Just firing them out, revving fire. All right. Do I have anything else? No, that's it, guys.
0: Everybody clap wildly for Marty Cunningham. Thank you, everyone. <clears throat> Enjoy the rest of the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. You've been great.
6: Yay!
0: Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Everybody, we're going to clear out. We're going to set back up for the next show. We'll be back at 8 o'clock with Anthony Zaccaro hosting My Name Starts With an A because it's very loosely tied together here at the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival.
9: Me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
11: For a burger mutiny radio thinks you'll find the best burger in san francisco at counteroffer located inside bender's bar and grill Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face tater tots are served daily on tuesday nights Counter Offer serves specials off the taco bell menu only better you can enjoy your favorite taco bell item without the guilt counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients never store-bought shit Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese.